Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's time to talk to the television voice of the Utah Jazz. And of course, Bowler's conversation with the big show brought to you each and every week by our friends at University of Utah Health. They take care of Utah like Utah takes care of each other. Let's get out to the T-Mobile special guest line. As I mentioned, television voice of the Utah Jazz, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, what's happening? Jake, how are you, Gordon? It's so good to know that you're uh, you're, you're kicking again, alive and well. Yes, thank you, Bowler. I appreciate it. You know, I heard that news, and I didn't know how those old bones <laughs> how those old bones are going to hold up. I don't mean to joke about it, man. I, I can't even hold my laughter in. But no, I'm I'm glad you're well, buddy. Uh, thanks. Yeah, for those who don't know, I did suffer a bike wreck. <laughs> that was. Less than pleasant, but uh, I am uh, back at it, Bowler. So thanks for your uh, your good thoughts. Jake was hoping that I may never recover. Hey, hey that is not true. <laughs> that is slanderous, sir. Hey, real quick, did you know when you were in trouble? Or yeah. did you, have you wiped that from your memory? No, a split second before I launched over the handlebars. Uh-huh. I, I've been I, there. I knew that, uh, and, and it was on a very, it was on a hard, uh, you know, asphalt road, uh-huh. uh, heading downhill into a turn, and the tire I think got stuck in a groove on the road, and uh, there I went, and that's the last thing I remember before arriving at the hospital in an ambulance. Wow! So I, wow! Wow! So I was, uh, I was, I was gone for a little while there, at least uh, as far as uh, my wits about me, but. Uh, Feeling much better, so thanks, Bowler. I appreciate it. I've been thinking about you because I was, I was listening to your call on the scrimmage uh, last night. You you sound raring to go, man. No, it's uh, it's fun. I'm excited, but I got to be honest. Uh, it's still I'm not happy uh, with my performance because I I can't um, I can't reach out and, and grab the crowd. Um, and that's something that, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, work through. And I think that's, I'm really proud of, of what our crew's done. I think uh, hopefully fans will see even more tomorrow night. We'll have, I think the audio will improve from Orlando. Uh, they've been going through so many tests uh, the last week of these scrimmages to get it just right for network television. And of course, tomorrow night's a big kickoff, guys. You know, it's a doubleheader night. Uh, we're alongside TNT, and we hope Jazz Nation will, you know, be along with us. But uh, it's, uh, you know, Zion uh, will most likely play. He's back in the bubble. Then you got the, the Clippers and the Lakers, but uh, in the doubleheader. But you know, I, the the ability to put this on is just it's it's beyond uh, what I I expected. And you have to salute, uh, the NBA for really making this happen. I think I've said it before two weeks ago, I was kind of just doubtful that someone wouldn't break the bubble and this whole thing would collapse. But, you know, to the credit of the players, most of them, uh, they've tried to stay the course and they still got a long ways to go guys. But 
at least we're there with an opportunity. I know NFL's trying the same thing, college football. Uh, you know, baseball's had a couple of setbacks, but um, so far so good. But the technology part of it on my end has been intriguing, and I just hope the audio can help bring a little bit more of the crowd to the fan for the entertainment value. Fuller, let's talk on the floor uh, a little bit and what you've seen in these first three skim, uh, scrimmages. It would appear to me that the offense looks a lot different. They're certainly not being bashful about hoisting up those threes. No. Uh, the three ball is, is in vogue. Uh, the four-guard lineup uh, with four and one is in vogue with Conley, Donovan. You'll see Clarkson and Moutier on the floor at the same time with Rudy or most likely Tony Bradley. Um, I think you're going to see more up-tempo basketball without uh, Bogdanovich. And so the three ball is really the way that I think the Jazz hope uh, to, to win and advance uh, with threes and, and, of course, Rudy's play at the rim as well. So, um, yeah, the first game, I, there were, I think you both would agree, there wasn't a lot to talk about as in sync. Phoenix looked more athletic and more ready than the Jazz. Uh, against Miami, I thought it was impressive. They put up the 43-point shots and had 25 assists. There was more of that uh, team concept. And they let the young guys close out both scrimmage two and three. And Quinn was able to get, uh, you know, two wins uh, to kind of hopefully bring some momentum into uh, the restart on Thursday night. So a lot of storylines will continue to build, in my opinion, throughout this uh, next uh, this next month. Do you think, Bowler, that it'll be feast or famine with the emphasis on that three-point shot? Now, I know they were doing that earlier in the season, but now off the dribble all over the place, it, it, it seems as though, like you said, they, they know they have to do that, but could it lead to really good results one night and then maybe not so good the next? I think it happens, Gordon, in the NBA. There are nights of feast and there are nights of famine. I think the thing that frustrates you know, me and a lot of fans, when you see the Jazz struggle, it's not just one or two players. It seems to kind of trickle throughout the entire lineup. And so I think in this this restart, you're going to have to have more consistency. And, again, it may be Donovan or Conley uh, and Joe one night. And then you may turn it over and you find Clarkson, Niang, and Conley as the hot hand. So I think they have to obviously recognize that and go with go with those guys who seem to be you know tuned in better. But again, I think the pace may play into the hands of the Jazz with Conley and Donovan. Uh, I think it plays obviously into the hands of Jordan Clarkson and and Moutier. I like Moutier and Clarkson together because it gives the Jazz even a different tempo and some strength at the guard line. Moutier has a better mid range game than some because of his strength. He can finish in a crowd and even go to the rim. Um, and that, that I think, I think Moody may get a kind of a restart of his career. He only played, remember, seven of the 20 games prior to the lockdown, not the lockdown, the shutdown. And, uh, he's, he's had a chance to, uh, to be on the floor averaging about six points a game in limited minutes. But, uh, you know, his mid range game, I, I think, is just a diversion that will keep defensive, uh, you know, teams, their, their defensive strategy a little bit more honest. Uh, to kind of show some different looks from that 10 or 15 foot range, and even at the rim, obviously. But you know, you can't, you just can't heave threes all night. I mean, I guess the Rockets do, right, uh, with Harden and Westbrook. But I think the Jazz still will try to keep defenses honest. Obviously, with Rudy at the rim, threes, 
if their defense can help transition, get some layups, all those things will come into play. Bowler, our buddy Chris Mannix just a, a minute ago confirmed that Zion Williamson has arrived at Pelicans practice with his team, meaning he's going to play against the Jazz on Thursday. Reset your take on, on Zion uh, and the number one pick and his potential. Well, we only saw him the one time early, and that's when he uh, injured his knee. I remember, I don't know why I remember this so well. I was intrigued with his body and just the fact the way he was able to move, but I remember that night when the, the knee just seemed to, to kind of buckle. You know, I, with my experience, I kind of always look at how knees respond, and a big body like that, you have to worry as life goes on for him. Is he able to keep the weight at a decent level, at a decent number? Because knees and ankles uh, are something. Ask Yao Ming. I mean, he's obviously, you know, what seven foot four and three hundred and sixty some odd pounds. But Zion's just—he's an athlete. There's no doubt. But again, wear and tear comes quick and fast in this league. And uh, one injury leads to another, and you know you have to be careful. Derrick Rose, Brandon Roy. I mean, the list just goes on and on of players who who hit the floor with a lot of hope and talent, but the injury bug hits him. But I'd say no doubt from what I saw, uh, he is uh, the real deal and also seems to have that leadership quality that, you know, the Pelicans obviously are going to build around him. Be good to see D faves as well. Uh, it'll be an interesting game to start. I'm glad the Jazz have a little momentum going into it. Zion most likely being away because of the family emergency. He may be a little rusty. The Jazz may catch a break on that first night. What are your impressions thus far on the relationship between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert? It seems as though Donovan's looking for him. Yeah, you know, in game two, all four of his assists went went to Gobert. I mean, how can you be upset if you're Rudy? Um, You know, from all indications, and I've talked to a lot of players over the last couple of weeks, um, you know, text or just Zoom and what have you, um, you know, they downplay it, Gordon. And I think, again, the way that, Donovan explained it. I thought was intriguing uh, to Jake is that you know he Rudy and Donovan didn't get into a lot of social media wars, exchanging words. So silence sometimes is still golden, even though it does um, kind of help fuel the rumor or fuel maybe the spat because neither would really speak about it. But the way Donovan explained it, he wasn't going to get into that. He wasn't going to use the platform or social media to discuss a relationship. Was he angry? I'm sure, yes. Um, was he scared? I'm sure, yes. We all are um, over, this, over this virus. But those two were the forefront. Those guys were the, on the front line, the first two. And I, I think hopefully that in the long run, that experience may even make them closer. Uh, Maybe I'll be totally wrong, and the Jazz will have to figure that out. But I was looking for body language in the scrimmages, and Rudy was not that engaged in the first first game. But in games two and three, I just saw the Gobert, who was more – got involved early, thanks to Joe, uh, thanks to Donovan – and the way that he gets involved, I think he plays even better as the minutes, you know, click off the clock and his defense picks up as well. So maybe an early to get Rudy involved early is a good thing. Uh, in games two and three, I think it proved uh, pretty well. He played, I thought he played great. 21 points in game two, 20 uh, last night, and he's rebounding the ball in the minutes that he's on the floor. But how many guys do you know in the league shoot 
in three scrimmage games, right? 16 to 20. So I think he's confident. I think he's healthy. And I think he and Donovan, too, seem like body language. They may not be doing bear hugs out there, but I think that the problem is behind them. And it's still going to be a story tomorrow night, right? Uh, just a, as the season restarts. Uh, but I, from what I saw in the three scrimmages, I didn't see a big problem out there. Fuller, the uh, bench production has been a storyline throughout the uh, the season, and uh, some of the bench minutes, well, certainly last night, were a little rough. How concerned uh, should Jazz fans be about that going forward? Well, Clarkson's going to take shots, Jake. I was just thinking about that too. I mean, he, he's averaged eight shots, and you know, minutes off the bench. Um, George Niang. Uh, he needs to, you know, knock down threes. Obviously, Tony's had some foul trouble and some turnovers. Uh, the one thing that maybe at least Quinn was excited about was he gave the bench not not his second unit, but the third third level bench, the young guys like Tucker and Brantley and Mieoni and Justin Wright Foreman. They closed out both those games, the two wins and scrimmage two and three, and they were and the Jazz held on to win by two and then five last night against the Nets. So I think he's excited that they stood their ground, hit some a couple of crucial shots down the stretch, but also the physicality they bring on the defensive end. Um, I'm not sure if those players are going to be that much of an offensive threat because they just don't have that you know, opportunity to, to play those type of minutes to get into, into a, into a groove. But uh, what Quinn told me yesterday was he was, he was really happy to see they took the responsibility and held on to the win and, and they duplicated it last night. So that's a good thing. But also I understand your question too. Uh, you're going to, 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 to advance past round one, you know, you're going to have to have a solid 10 man rotation and that means, you know, obviously the Clarksons and the Moutiers and the Niangs, and even Joe's got to find a three-point shot too. Uh, Jake, he struggled in these first three scrimmages, which is un-Joe-like. But, you know, shooters shoot out of slumps, and you know what? you got to start kind of getting back into the groove after you've been off four and a half months. So hopefully Joe will find that uh, three-point range again. Well, so, or have you – have you got any sense uh, about the attitude of the team overall as far as their confidence level? Because it seems like nobody's really given them much of a chance. The high expectations from October seem to have settled and simmered into a sort of, oh, well, it's kind of nice, but nothing really. Yeah, it's been some brutal comments. Uh, you know, a couple of the uh, analysts off ESPN didn't hold back at all. Um, you know, I get it. Bogey is out. With the wrist surgery, guys, that's 20 points and 41%. He's a big part of what the Jazz do. Uh, I think if he was there, they'd be much more into the equation. So let's put it this way. If if, if you want to just play the role of, of surprise spoiler, then go ahead and take it. I mean, you went through your own personal hell as a team in March in Oklahoma City. Why not let that fuel you into, okay, here we are again. No one believes uh, we miss Bogdanovich, but we must play on. So I think Quinn's taken that as part of the challenge. But also, look, I think he, I, I applaud him for even trying maybe some new offensive schemes without Bogdanovich to go to the more guard lineups at times to give different looks to defenses. But what you said earlier, Gordo, 
and Jake, is that you've got to be able to be that threat on a consistent basis from outside to really you know, walk away with wins. Uh, everybody's going to step up their game starting Thursday night, and the Jazz have got to play along exactly right. You know, when you break this down, honestly, the Jazz are in that fourth spot in the, in the uh, West, but you look at the number of games that separate three and five. I mean, the Jazz are a game and a half behind Denver, but they only hold a one-game lead on the Thunder, who they see again uh, the second game of the season, of the restart season on Saturday. So those, those seeding games. So, man, there's not much room. You, you really got – I think the team that hits the floor with the most confidence and consistency obviously is going to get off to – you know, is going to make some noise. Some teams are going to struggle. I'm not sure how many teams are that in tuned to be there. I think the Jazz are, guys. I really do. Everything I've talked to, everybody I've talked to, I think they understand. They decided to jump in and be you know, dedicated to this crazy, crazy time of life. And they said, if we're going to go in, let's let's get something out of it. And hopefully that holds true. I mean, from what I've seen and heard so far, they seem to be very engaged. Bowler, uh, thank you as always for jumping on with us. Uh, the Jazz Media Availability is about a star. We know you got to jump on that. So thanks for making a little room for us uh, on a Tuesday as usual. Absolutely, guys. Hey, Gordo, when do you want to go on a bike ride? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right over, Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm serious. I'm joking. But, man, you know I was worried about you. Jake was worried, honestly. Even Austin was worried about you, pal. Oh, that's nice to hear. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm doing yeah. well. Good, good. All right, guys. All right, there you go. Our good friend, the great Craig Bowler Jack, uh, here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, We were serious about that. The jazz media availability is supposed to start any moment now, Gordon, and we'll carry that live here on the Zone Sports Network. Bowler uh, jumps on those, so cut him loose so he can open up the old Zoom, and hopefully we'll get things started coming up here in a a moment. Although you weren't around last week when we had tread water for about 45 minutes, so let's hope hope it, uh, it starts in a timely manner. You're not suggesting that perhaps there will be uh, a delay on the part of uh, of the opening of the uh, session. Okay, so it's it's not anyone's fault, so I'm not casting blame. I get it. Uh, a lot of moving parts and all that. But, yeah, last week we got an email that said, okay, this thing will start any minute. So we cleared the deck on the show. We were like, all right, clearing it off. About to start. Here we go. 45 minutes later it started. So we, we don't know. Well, uh Sounds to me like you need to talk to somebody. Nobody's listening to us, Gordon. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I think uh, certain things take priority over others. Yeah, us, uh, you know, us treading water on the big show. That's about uh, 500th on the priority list of the, the folks doing this whole thing. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, uh, Bowler's interview, as well as uh, your jazz media availability, brought to you by our friends of University of Utah Health, trusted health care provider for the Utah Jazz family and yours. With 16 neighborhood health centers, U of U Health has a game plan for your family's care. Visit uofuhealth.org slash jazz. 